Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. Clayton and Anne are dear friends that I admire so much in the way they're continually learning and growing in their relationship with each other. They both love being with people and having deep conversations and helping others grow in various ways. As you listen to our conversation, you're going to hear how their top strengths are very different, but they have a mutual respect and admiration for each other. Learning about their strengths is giving them a few more windows of understanding after 37 years of marriage. If you're curious about what you and your spouse or your partner's strengths are, I would love to sit down with you and talk about that together. You can message me at barbaragcowell at gmail.com. Enjoy this conversation with Clayton and Ann. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you today to hear from our next guest, Clayton and Ann Hayes. They are good friends I've known for years and years, and you are in for a treat to get to hear from them. Welcome, Clayton and Ann. Hey, Barb. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, it's so fun to see y'all. This is going to be such a fun conversation. Well, um, I just appreciate both of you so much. And I know we have so much history and so many different things we could talk about, but I just value each of you and your friendship and just admire so many ways that I see you growing in your marriage and as good friends to me and Warren, it's just a blessing to be able to, to bounce things off of each other. And so I'm excited for whatever we're going to uncover today in this conversation. So why don't y'all start and um, Clayton, just tell both of you, tell a little bit about who you are, where you live and what you do. We live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, I was born and grew up here. Um, been in ministry most of my life. At, met Ann in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, when she was a student there and I was on crew staff. Um, we've um, been here in Baton Rouge. Uh, since 1993, and um, I lead a ministry and serve in a ministry called Connections, where I help believers from different churches work together in ministry, and the focus has become uh, discipleship ministry for men. Mm, that's great. What about you, Ann? Um, I'm a, a Christian counselor in town. I have uh, I'm part of a private practice. I've done this for now about uh, 13 years, and uh, my specialty focuses are trauma counseling, particularly with women, and um, couples work. I'm a couples therapist, and um, I specialize with emotionally focused couples therapy, uh, which has great research outcomes um, to help couples deal with the distress they're encountering, uh, whether it's great crisis or they just want to be better connecting with each other. Mm, that's so great. I I just have admired um, just both of y'all in the things that you've done over the years. And 
just, it's just so encouraging to see how just even at this season of life, um, just that you're learning new things and stepping out and really engaged with people. And so it's exciting to see that. Well, um, we have a lot of history. Clayton, you want to just, or either one of you could just share how, how we got connected and how we've been friends over the years. Well, uh, Warren and I met in 1977 when we were joining crew staff. Um, we became very, very good friends and stayed in touch. And then when you and Warren started dating and got married, um, you know, got to know you and uh, was in y'all's wedding and, and spent time with y'all um, from time to time when y'all were living in Dallas, you know, things like that. Um, so then when Ann and I met and uh, dated and got married, then four of us began to be able to spend time together and we've done that over the years and stayed in touch for a good number of years here. Mm. And what about you? You, I think we we have a little rivalry going on. Let's tell about that. <laughs> well, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama, and I attended uh, the capstone known as the University of Alabama, and was there for four years. And Barb, meanwhile, uh, spent some years in Tuscaloosa, but actually went to Auburn University. So uh, Barb likes to remind me in a certain Saturday in November <laughs> who's playing football or what the score is or if Auburn's up. So, well, uh, I think it's the other way around and, and uh, well, your team always seems to win. So, I don't know. but, but it is fun just to um, have that connection and just that Alabama mm -hmm. connection. I would love to hear a little bit about, I know you mentioned um, a little bit briefly Clayton, but how y'all, first met and how, what you, what drew you to each other? Why, why you decided to get hitched? Um, I first time I met Ann was at the crew weekly meeting. She came, uh, it's kind of a, I don't know if it's a date, but she came with one of the guys in my discipleship group. And we actually sat next to each other, but it's like she pretended I wasn't there and only talked oh. to Kevin who she, <laughs> she came with. And uh, so that, she was a cute little thing and got began to notice her in, as she was involved with the crew. And then uh, as time went on, our, you know, our paths crossed, you know, more and more. And uh, eventually thought, you know, I'd like to go out on a date with her. And, and then one thing led to another, more dates and relationship began to develop. You know, honestly, first I, I was attracted to her because she was cute and had a lot of energy and was fun. But then as we got to know each other, you know, she was somebody who was a real thinker and uh, was fun to talk to about meaningful topics. We had, we had a, lot of, a lot of fun really talking about things we cared about. What drew you to him, Ann? Well, probably, you know, his, his ability to, to talk on deep levels. In fact, we, uh, we have a good friend who... Uh, I come back from dates and I go in dates with Clayton. I go into the Zeta house um, and one of my friends, Celeste would be, you know, did y'all talk deep again? You know, would be asking her that kind of question. <laughs> and, um, you know, so he, he had a solid walk with the Lord. Um, he was obviously involved in ministry on crew staff and 
you know, uh, other guys I dated were, you know, like my age and I, I just, he, they didn't have like the depth that he had as far as the things that he thought about, the things that he wanted to talk about. Um, you know, so he just was clearly head and shoulders above anybody else. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Why don't y'all tell what your top five Clifton strengths are? And we'll kind of dive into that, like kind of probably overlays just the things that you really were drawn to each other about. But um, what are your top five strengths and what what's a little bit about what you've been understanding about that or how that has it part of your relationship? So my my top one is learner and then um, intellectualization and then input and then harmony. And the fifth one is responsibility. Yeah. So what is that? What are you, what resonates with you about that as you've been kind of learning a little bit more about those things, Anne? Well, it was a little surprising to look at the color wheel and see, you know, like half of it not colored in because my top three strengths are all green, you know, which is reflect. And so it's like realizing, man, I got this really double dose of taking in information with input and learner. And, and so it kind of, you know, if that's my normal and how I normally just relate to the world, it was kind of like, wow, no wonder, no wonder I like to learn. No wonder I like to take things in, you know, no wonder I like to be alone. No wonder I don't have tons Mm -hmm. of words you know, um, in some ways I kind of felt like, wow, that's, that's probably not really good that it's so double dosed in that category, but, um, it sure kind of explained why I like grad school so much and how really addicted I can get real addicted to learning. And I think that's why, Hmm. because I've got such capacity to take it in and such drive to take it in. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. What about you, Clayton? Well, my um, strengths were communication, context, empathy, woo, and developer. And the thing that I'm struck by as I look at those things is how um, I guess I consider myself in such process. Uh, Those strengths come out, but not perfectly for sure. Like, what I mean by that is I can see where wounds that I've been growing in for years, um, you know, have early in my life, they shut down some of these things uh, that had to do with relationships with other people. Because I was, I was very, before I came to the Lord, I was very shy and inhibited and afraid of people. And then when I came to the Lord and started to, grow in him and knew began to know his love and and the love of other believers a lot of healing came and these strengths really began to come out and in a surprising way frankly um because especially the idea that communication i used to not talk to anybody and now i'm too verbose (laughs) (laughs) now the challenge is saying the right things and not just killing people with a lot of words Uh kind of thing well, like some some different strengths can it t- intensify each other, as you've seen in your little information and 
like what you just mentioned, your communication and woo, definitely they do intensify each other and you love to talk and meet people. It's really fun. Yep. Yep. With woo, does that, you know, he's got, he's got a, a passion and, uh, you know, there's emotion behind the things that he communicates when he comes home and we're sharing our day you know, there, there's like, he's really feeling it a lot of times. And, and so once I looked at his strengths, I thought, I wonder if that's his woo, you know, cause he cares a lot. And so in personal relationships, depending on what's going on, he's, he's got the communication where he's telling me what's, what's either blocking it or what he's excited about. But then there's also this passion behind it. Is that the woo part? Well, I think, yeah, they, they do kind of um, feed into each other. And I, it is interesting, like the more that any of us will take time to think like, how do all those five, the different five strengths um, enhance each other? Cause they really do. And I think over time, as you notice that in each other, you can see it's like, we're just naturally wired with these things in the forefront and, a lot of times they say that your top strength is kind of leads the other ones. Mm. And so like Clayton, yours with communication, you, you do talk a lot and have words and, and it can, it can look different for each person depending on, you know, it, to me, I see it as you, you relate to people and you care about developing people. You care about, what's hurting people and and that's kind of your lead foot as you and even like the context of like you're wanting to know more details about the person and I mean I'm sure you'd like more details of things about information too but as I know you and see you it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you want to you want to know the whole story with somebody and it's like well what why are you doing that or Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I just appreciate just seeing that and knowing, yeah, people, you love people and people feel loved by you. And even just the other day with something that happened to me, I just felt your empathy and I appreciated it. And, um, it's people can sense those things about you and, it, I like how you said it. And it's like, he's excited about all the people he saw on the day and he wants to tell you all about them. Mm-hmm. Well, as you, as you kind of even think about these in how you relate to each other, do you see, are there any kind of, kind of new, like, Oh, wow, that makes sense. Or, I mean, I know how, how mm-hmm. long have y'all been married? Since 84. So this oh, year will a- be 38 years. Man, y'all are y'all are getting up there. Yeah, not like you two. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But do you see like are there um not that these top five strengths explain anything about anyone's relationship, but do you see some things that think, oh wow, no wonder we have a hard time with this or we have bumps in the road with that? What's kind of coming out of that for you for you as a couple? Well, I think probably the the thing I wrote down with that very question was so if if I'm I'm a learner so I'm taking things in and I'm listening or I'm reading and if he's communicating 
then when we're together at times, if, if he's talking and I'm thinking, I'm not necessarily talking, then there's times where I will, I'll interrupt him because I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, like I'm four steps ahead or I'm four words ahead or I, I'm cutting through the words that he's saying to understand because I'm used to taking in so much information that when he's talking, I'm taking in all the information and I'm already like several steps ahead. Um, that's not necessarily a good thing because then if I interrupt him, it, you know, it's going to communicate disrespect to him and that I'm not valuing him and I'm not slowing myself down and what I'm taking in to just have a conversation with him, you know? So I think at times that, that can be an imbalance between the two of us, between just the communication, um, the communication piece. And I, I think also uh, there's a lot that go, with the intellectualization, there's a lot that goes on inside of me and I don't know what percentage that I'm putting outside of me. So let's say it's 5%, 10%. And so e- even I might be thinking like positive things about him or wanting to encourage him like, oh, he did this differently. I appreciate that. I realized for a long time I was thinking those things, but I was not saying those things to him. Hmm. And then I guess I have had enough couples to where it's like, it really doesn't count that you're thinking it. I mean, no offense. <laughs> you don't get any yeah. marks for that. If the other doesn't know it, that's like, they, you know, they can't read your thinking either. You've got to tell each other things. And so, you know, mm-hmm. and then I know, you know, words of affirmation mean something. So me telling him, hey, I appreciate when you do this or I appreciate that. You know, I have to really think hard to get it out sometimes. So, that, hmm. you know, that can that can cause problems, I think, at times. Um, I think with our, you know, we both have green zones with context. You know, that's a green category. So I thought that, you know, we, we do what, like watching historical shows on TV together. And I thought, well, he likes to get he likes to get the information for one reason. I might like it for another reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know with Warren having intellection also like you, it is neat for me to even understand that a little bit more as you and Warren can relate on deeper things than sometimes I can get to. And um, so I appreciate that. And it makes, I, I think just the beauty and understanding someone's strength is realizing these are all amazing, but it's like, we can be so different. Mm-hmm. with what our strengths are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes I do really think, I don't really think about that very much. And mm-hmm. I don't know, do you think about, do you think that sometimes Clayton? Well, I, the thing I notice is that Anne reads a lot more than I do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely um, a people person. I'm wanting to pick up the phone, call somebody or be with somebody or, you know, that kind of thing, have people over or go see them. And, you know, and reading, like I, I noticed when, like, for instance, she she, she re- used to read while she's drying her hair. If she's doing whatever <laughs> she's doing, if she could, she'd have a book in her hand reading. And I, and when people ask me, well, tell me about your family. And I'll say, well, I call Ann my research librarian because she reads and then she tells me interesting yeah. things she's reading. And then I probably, and then I remember you know, that's key, key things that she said that really strike me. I'll remember for years. Um, so you can, you can see where with her being a learner and having intellection and input, you know, really ties in with why she 
reads so much. It is kind of funny. Sometimes we go on vacation, and I just want to walk and look. And he <laughs> wants to stop and read anything about what we're seeing. And I'm happy just seeing it. You know, so we have a little yeah. conflict sometimes. Like, you know, I want to keep moving, and she wants to stop and really learn something. I, I'll tell him, I just need to learn something right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anne, I'm curious, um, you know, just with your work as you meet with couples, and I just think it's so encouraging to to really help people get get underneath the things, what, how they're missing each other as a couple. Mm-hmm. How? Tell me a little more about that and all, what that means or even what you've been learning as you're doing that kind of work with couples. Yeah, I, I think, um, I think you're, what you're talking about is attunement, tuning in to each other. And um, certainly uh, another issue that has to do with attunement is this idea of we're so different. You know, mm-hmm. and if I had a nickel for every time a couple had told me that we're just so different, kind of like that. And that's a bit of code for I'm just not sure we'll ever understand each other. Or it could be, you know, someone who's feeling pretty hopeless, like, you know, we're just too different kind of thing. And you, and you realize through doing strength finders, like well, we are very different, but there's a way that that works together. And there's a way it can be a rub. And I think through the type of couples therapy that I do, um, it's a real revolutionary idea for me to think in terms of my job is to tune in to Clayton's point of view, where he's coming from, what he's thinking, what he's feeling. Um, and I've got to hold that, that reality along with my own. So it's a sense of sense that there's these two point of views that are going on in a marriage and and most couples will argue to try to win their point of view, but it's the idea that the marriage can hold both point of views. And indeed, that's one of the tasks of the marriage is to hold these point of views. They're often, you know, somewhat subjective in nature because it's like it's bubbling up inside of us and we have these values and thoughts and opinions. And so uh, one of the things EFT taught me was the need to tune in and attune to my clients and and through that, I think it helped me learn how to tune in with Clayton and just accept that he's got his own thinking and feeling about something. And I think I used to try to uh, convince him not to feel the things he was feeling because they were making the harmony part of me feel distress. Um, and instead now it's like, no, he's feeling these things and let's try to understand them together. But on my good days, I can think that. <laughs> yeah. I have some thoughts, I think, that relate, but I would put them, I'll say, I would put mine in what I'll call layman's terms, because I'm not a okay. counselor. Like There's a lot of layman of us around, so yes, yeah. go ahead. Well, like, like for instance, I, um, I'm thinking about a particular couple that I know who been married about five years, and they're having a fair amount of conflict. And I really get the feeling that the wife wants the husband her husband to be like her. And in fact, I've, I've thought I would really like to ask the question, is your real goal to try to get him to be like you? Mm. And that, and hopefully she believes no. And the one reason I would say no is because she needs his strengths and yeah. he needs her strengths. 
it's a team marriage is a team sport <laughs> yeah and um and 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 so that's why when you look at these different strengths you know I, I think a lot of people would really think oh my goal is i'm trying to change my spouse to get them to be like me and that should not be our goal at all yeah that's really good clayton well and even as i looked at y'all's um strengths together i just i really thought gosh they have such a great um blend of strengths because you don't have any that are the same, but you really cover some crucial things in life and relationships. And so I see that with y'all and think what a great team you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like when Warren and I first were newlyweds, I thought, when are we going to ever, you know, we're so different. When is it going to not be so hard. Mm-hmm. And, but I think probably that's what most people think. Like, yeah. like you have to fight for your, I guess we're fighting to be understood and yeah. heard and all that. Right. But, yeah. but I like how you just said that Clayton, it's like, if we could just come out of the gate with a different perspective of, mm-hmm. yeah, we, I mean, that's why we married each other because we, I have gaps, you have gaps, and we we need each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so our goal needs to be to understand and to work together, not to try to change the other person. Yeah. We, wanna, we need to understand and we need to be understood and then work together, but not make it our goal to change that person as a way to relieve conflict. Yeah. Well, over the years, as y'all have been growing and doing different counseling or workshops or all, all those things as a couple, how, do you feel like you've grown just in embracing and appreciating each other's strengths? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, probably early on in our marriage, he's older than I am. And I think, um, you know, I, I saw his strengths and, you know, he was like a real gr- grown adult man. And, and so, um, I was just real aware of his strengths and, and, you know, in my development probably was slower coming on board, you know, cause I was younger. And once I got out of college and we were married, you know, I think I was able to kind of grow into my strengths. Um, and, and it meant that he had to kind of be willing to kind of take me in, in a new way mm-hmm. and, and, and give me space for my strengths and, mm-hmm. you know, like going back to grad school and becoming a counselor. And, um, you know, he's always been uh, supportive of that. You know, if we, you know, during grad school, I was like almost addicted to taking in information and, and, and that created some difficulty between the two of us because he was feeling ignored um, by that mm-hmm. pursuit that I had, you know, and so I, th- I think if we'd had this, it would have kind of helped us, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, it was just, um, I'd raised kids and now suddenly I had to study and it, it really kind of took me away in a way that, that, um, created some conflict and some hurt, you know, I think I hurt him cause I was just like, man, I'm just doing what I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be an example of how we kind of came together over that. And over the years, I think, just knowing that we're different and, you know, it's like he'll want to have people over and I'll tend to like, well, you know, what else is, 
you know, the responsibility part will show up. What else do we have going on? Or, you know, my ability to take in enough, you know, I can't, my capacity to take in conversation relationship is, uh, I don't have the same capacity he does. So, you know, sometimes I'm trying to be mindful of saying yes to that um, rather than try to be so planned with it because I know I can discourage him. Who would have thought it this far along into marriage, we'd just still be learning so many great things about each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, um, what's have just a couple more questions, but what do y'all just love doing together? What what does that look like for y'all? Well, one of the fun things we've done over the years is occasionally we'll find a, a book, many times a historical book, and read it at the same time, then talk about it together. Of course, we do that too with just things we're learning from God's Word. You know, we like to um, read and think, uh, you know, about him. Again, important issues, whether it's spiritual, theological issues, or historical, and maybe current event issues. A big thing that's been a part of our relationship from early on. Yeah, and I, you know, something else that would we like to do is getting outside together, riding bikes, being active together. I think when we were raising teenagers, and we had we are so different and have such different interests, you know, that 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 was probably more of a time in our relationship where it's divide and conquer. And, and we recognized, well, we need to figure out something we like to do together. And we came up with hiking and bought hiking boots and mm. tried to take a couple of trips to do that. Cause we were able to identify we both like to do that kind of thing. That's great. Since this is near um, Valentine's, I wonder if y'all have a, any particular um, memory, memorable time of celebrating Valentine's. It could be good, could be bad, drop the ball, anything that comes to your mind. We typically try not to go out on Valentine's night. (laughs) Yeah. It's a practical part. Um, And so we usually try to try to go somewhere around that time and just focus on each other. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe talk a little bit about what the past year has entailed and, our relationship next week we get to go to the beach we do that twice a year and so you know that that's a good time for us to just to kind of focus on each other and um it's always you know it, we always feel closer we come back from taking a trip away um mm-hmm. you know we're, we're, we're raising our granddaughter and so that means we have a teenager in the house and so even though we're in our 60s you know we, we have to be pretty intentional about um, finding the time together, mm-hmm. you know, so we really appreciate the time together. Yeah. I think something that, that um, affects our relationship is like, you know, Anne's got one of her strengths is responsibility. That's not listed as one of my strengths, but it seems like it fits in there pretty high where we both are very aware all the time of things that we need to do for somebody or, you know, there's ministry to-dos, there's family that needs, you know, whatever. And so we tend to, you know, stay with a list on our minds all the time. And and I think that can, that can um, be a negative in our relationship because romance can get put on the back burner easily because we feel such responsibility to 
take care of whatever, you know, mm -hmm. long to-do lists. Mm -hmm. Y'all have a lot of, a lot of good little insights about a lot of important things. And I appreciate that kind of, as we wrap up, um, what would each of you say is the thing that you appreciate the most about each other? You know, one of the things I appreciate so much about Anna, and I think it fits with her strengths of the, you know, see here, is the choices she makes to do and say what's needed to be done and said between us and not necessarily what she might want to say off the top of her head. Like, for instance, instead of reacting and with anger and to come at me if I've done something, I can tell she has it. She's thinking and about what really needs to be done in a situation. And we might be having conflict. And I can tell uh, when I look in, as, as we're talking and I'm looking in her eyes, I get the feeling that she's making decisions to not just spout off and say things that could be hurtful in the moment, but to have a, a measured response. And, uh, and I think that's so valuable because sometimes that when I'm, if I'm getting angry and talking and, and, and she can have, it, it, you know, her choice to say, well, I understand why you might feel that way. And this and this, and boy, the, all the love, that intensity, the anger can come down and we'll talk much more reasonably about it. And I really mm -hmm. have to give her credit because she knows it's such a key thing to understand someone. And when you do, they don't feel like they have to keep fighting for their case. And mm -hmm. they can, and then it turns it into a gentle type of positive conversation that can result in really good things. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's true. That was very well. Way to said. go, Ann. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ann? What do you love most about Clayton? Well, uh, as it as it relates to the two of us, it it it's um, you know I think his his responsiveness. I think um, it's if if I bring up something or if I'm struggling with something with us, and it's hard for me to talk about it because I don't want to hurt his feelings, or you know if something gets brought up. Um, you know, he, it might not be fun for him, but he, he wants to talk about it and he wants to understand it. And so that communicates, you know, a huge amount of value to me, you know, that, that like, tell me what you mean here. And so he will, he will come back to it if I brought it up or, or if I've raised a question, you know, he will come back to it. He won't just brush it away and pretend like, there's not a problem or I didn't voice something, you know, and, um, and so I really appreciate that because that's him wanting to know even, and again, it's, even though it's difficult, it's usually in those difficult times that, that, that kind of thing, I, maybe I'm halfway kind of saying something that uh, is a concern or I'm struggling with in regard to him and he'll pick up on it, you know, cause he's, cause he's got, uh, relational antennas and then he'll want to know more. And so I really do appreciate that. Well, I just appreciate both of you so much and um, 
even just as we've talked, just hearing just your just insight and your intentionality to learn, to keep learning and love each other more and understand each other and have conversations and giving each other the benefit of the doubt. And I know those things can sound easy, but I know that they can be hard. And so anyway, it's just encouraging to see the tenacity that you both have in your relationship. And it's encouraging to to be your friend and to know like that you are blessing other people too, as you are growing in your love for each other. And so thank you for taking time and giving us a little glimpse about you and your strengths. So well, thank you. You know, we'll know we appreciate you too. Appreciate what you're doing with your podcast and how you're wanting to have a ministry in the lives of many people mm-hmm. by helping them understand themselves and others around them. And so you're having a great ministry. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Well, I, I sure enjoy it. And it's, it's been fun for me just to kind of get to visit with people a little more in depthly. And I love it and want to talk to everybody about what their mm-hmm. strengths are and what that looks mm-hmm. like. So thank y'all for making time and for just your, um, growth skills in technology and this has just been a great time together thanks for i'll take care love you okay you too bye-bye bye-bye thank you so much for listening today i hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love if you're curious about your top five strengths you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.